Blog Talk Radio. again this week to the Freedom Girl Sisterhood. I'm your Freedom Coach, Dawn Scott Damon, and I'm so glad that you're with us tonight. I don't know if you caught the show last week, but if you didn't, make sure you get that podcast, make sure you tweet and put that on your Facebook and share this post, because we had a life-changing time in the studio last week, and we're going to continue that interview. I am sitting here. We've got sister in the house again tonight. We got Linda F. Williams with us, and Linda, we had a great time last oh, week talking. Powerful. I just love you so much. Thank you, girl. I love, love you. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just connected. You know, we've been through similar things, and I think that there's just a, a bond in the spirit when you know that you're with. A survivor and an overcomer, yes. and someone who yes. who's been through some things, yes. but yes. still you shine. You just oh, you radiate so God. No, you do, and Thank and you've you. got God's heart. And um, I hear as you're talking, just your just your desire to see people set free and and to recapture mm. that that pure and true mm. purpose for which they were created. And you epitomize that in your life. I am just so honored to be here. Thank you, and, and I'm so proud of you. Thank you, and likewise. So we we just are going to keep on keeping on. And um, last week we talked about. By the way, before I'm interrupting myself, but I just thought of a scripture. You know the the woman that broke into the place where Jesus was having dinner, and she was weeping and crying, and washed his feet with her tears, and then anointed her. And everybody was criticizing that, and he said, you know, leave her alone. She loves much because she's been forgiven much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know when we've been forgiven a whole lot of stuff, mm-hmm. how can you not just love the Lord and want to serve Him? Mm-hmm. You know, because He helped us regain our true purpose. Absolutely. And without Absolutely. Him, we'd still be floundering around. Oh my goodness! The victim of every kind of crime. If we wouldn't just even be dead. Do you realize that that God Himself is all love? Yeah. We can, and not in our humanity, family. No. No, we can't. In fact, he does not even have love. He is love. He, that's what I'm saying. You feel me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's his true essence of just being loved. And mm-hmm. um, you know, we just let the spirit lead us as we're as we're talking. But maybe somebody just needed to hear that right now. I, I just can picture a woman who's just about to do herself in. Just feels unloved, unlovely, unforgiven. And you just think there's no hope for you, but God loves you, and He's reaching to you right now by yes. His Spirit, and Amen. He is drawing you in. And God wants to use everything you've gone through. Absolutely, He's economical; He won't waste oh, a yeah. thing. It is it's not wasted. It's not wasted. And to that woman that's sitting there feeling in that despair, I want you to understand that uh, hope is like falling asleep at the wheel. You don't even realize you've lost it till you're gaining it back. If you're blessed enough to wake up at the wheel when you fall asleep driving, you don't even know you fell asleep until you woke up. I just want to encourage you that all of the pain and the hopelessness that you're feeling right now that's barreling down on you, 
It's a lie from the pit of hell. I want you to know that it's there and designed to fool you into thinking that it's hopeless, that you're worthless, that it's never going to get any better. I want you to know that all you got to do is look up right now. Just look right up to heaven and God hears your heart. Just try to get out of your mouth. Help me, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And know that it's a done deal. Uh, Go to whoseapple.org, write me if you need to, but please, I'm telling you, if you would just trust the voice you're hearing right now, mm-hmm. don't do it. You've got too much to offer. There's too much that you have to bring to the kingdom of God, and we all need you. Amen. Were you ever in that place, Linda? Oh, my God, girl, I tried to kill myself in college. I tried to kill myself that time. And it's all, it took me till recently to realize, number one, that I suffered with bouts of depression. How to deal with that in my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And the most important lesson I learned in that, Dawn, was when I'm like that, I have to understand that I'm not capable of a hopeful thought. So when I, all of the negativity, all of the heaviness, all of the hopelessness, I have to recognize it that right now, Linda, that's all you can think, and it's not real. And it's not forever. It's not real. Yes. It's not real. Not even real. And and so I, I feel better once I know that, okay, this is part of the depression, mm-hmm. and so just just think about something else mm-hmm. or think about something better. But it's really real, the depression thing. Sure. It, it, and it, it's serious. Let's talk about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, post-traumatic stress disorder, mm-hmm. something that you've di- been diagnosed, you struggle with, mm-hmm. depression is part of that. Absolutely. It's, it, it's chemical, it's physical, yes. it's also emotional. Yes. Um, but it's, it's a biological thing at yes. this point for you. Yes. Well, well, I think, well, I've never been diagnosed with it. I've done okay. a lot of studying on it okay. because I've studied criminal justice and all of the comorbidity yeah. that goes on with okay. all the different things that people go through. Right. But PTSD snatches you back like a big rubber band right into mm-hmm. the, the moment of the trauma. Mm-hmm. And I don't care how somebody tells you in that moment it's not real, how somebody tells you that, you know, you, you, you're tripping again, however they want to put it. Right. It's real it's to real. you. To your mind, as goes the soul, so goes the mind and the body. So, yeah, we're all interrelated like that, and it's a very real thing. And I like that in your interview on Focus on the Family, there was some discussion, if I remember correctly, that mm-hmm. sometimes you have to get professional help. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's absolutely nothing wrong with right. that. Amen. To talk to somebody that understands exactly what's going on on all the physiological levels mm-hmm. and all the emotional levels yeah. and to walk you through that. If whatever it takes in order to get you help you get a grip on what reality is, it's a process. Yes. We don't get it. Healing is right. a process. Right. It's a process. And there's no shame in that. There's no, no shame, shame in, in that. that. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not off the spiritual path. This is part of your humanity. It's the one thing that we all share is our humanity. Yes. yes. That's to be embraced. And right. so in the book, Who's Apple Is It Anyway, it's important for me to make people understand all of the different triune, we're, we're like God because we're triune just like he is. Yes. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, right. we're body, spirit, and soul. So. We're all triune. I want people to understand that the part that you meant, look, bottom line is this, y'all. We need to accept what the Bible says, that right. the human mind is an enmity with God. God. It doesn't understand the things of God, it. nor can it. Public enemy number one where things on the spiritual side and purpose are concerned. I'm sorry. That's your humanity. Yeah. That's the reality. That's the reality. Jesus' mind was no more good to him than it is to mm-hmm. us. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Let's take the Garden of Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. That wasn't God in a 
fight with God. Right. That was God in a, a fight with his humanity. Mm-hmm. The human side of him that naturally didn't want him to fulfill his purpose. Mm-hmm. We've got to know that. He walked there mm-hmm. 33 doggone years, dog. Mm-hmm. He knew why he was here. Look, up all everywhere, created everything, omnipotent, omnipotent and everything, and out of love for us he restricts himself to a human body. I can't even fathom that. Yeah. For a reason. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. Why would I be here for 33 years knowing doggone well why I'm even down here going through this crap? And then all of a sudden, when it's time for the deal to go down, I'm talking to God, talking about, look. Uh, Is there another way? way? If there's another plan, I'm <laughs> off for that. Feel plan me. B. Feel me? Yeah. By the way, uh, for you listening, crap, that's the Greek word for agony. <laughs> <laughs> We keep it real. It was oh, my goodness. Have you been through crap in your life? Yeah. Hey, let's hey, be real about let's... it. That's exactly what it is. Nice people call it mess. Right. I ain't got no good sense on y'all. <laughs> Excuse me. That was his God side in a fight with his human right. side. So right. let me ask you this. Right. You all God and you all man, and you almost sweating bullets mm-hmm. blood. over your purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was a fight to the finish. Mm-hmm. That was a wrestle okay? for sure. So this is the deal. We need to understand Jesus Christ was not abracadabra, cosmic bell hot, and that right. everything was easy for him just because he was. Okay? Right, right. He told us how to walk through yes. this. And we have to understand, Don, our humanity mm-hmm. and embrace that. But mm-hmm. I believe that education is power and empowerment. Mm-hmm. And as human beings loving God, we have got to understand our human side and understand that nobody's going to lay hands on you in a prayer line mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. pray for you at the altar, mm-hmm. throw oil on you, and erase multiple decades of trauma. It's not going to happen. And erase multiple decades of trauma. Now, you're talking to a woman of faith right here. I believe mm-hmm. in healing. I believe in miracles. And yet the greatest miracle truly is what I believe is this progressive, ongoing. I'd love it if God just, you know, like you say, abracadabra. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, wasn't that Naaman in the Old Testament where he said to the prophet Elijah, I thought you were just going to wave your hand over me right, right, and say right, some words right. and I was going to be healed. But you're making me go into this Come thing. On, you're making me dip down there seven times. You're making me walk through a process. Well said. And so I believe that God can do that. Mm-hmm. But I believe that there's more times it's more beneficial for us because if I get in this mess again, I'm going to need a miracle again to get out. But rather God teaching me and showing me and revealing to me mm-hmm. and imparting to me truth that layer by layer, mm-hmm. line upon line, mm-hmm. precept upon mm-hmm. precept, mm-hmm. transformation from glory to glory. I'm being made new. My mind is being renewed. Now I can reach out and help somebody else Come on because now. I can walk with them because I remember where I was along the process. And it's humbling when you know that. Look, the Bible talks about growth work. I think mm-hmm. it's around in Luke somewhere where it's talking about be not deceived. God is not mocked. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it also says that something happens as... as, as First, the, the, the ear, then the, 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 the corn in the ear, and then the full grain of okay. corn. Is that how that goes? Because you see the you know, theologian, not me, y'all. But that's anyway, the Don version, okay, yeah. But somebody, some, somewhere in that mm-hmm. paragraph, those paragraphs, it says... Um, God does this growth work in us. Mm-hmm. That something that happens, that the promises are predicated upon this growth work. Yeah. And this growth work is that process where you do become renewed. And see, we talked in the last episode um, about leveraging it. 
Yes. And Talk- when you were talking about what you just said about this process of healing, I agree with you. If God can do it, he's the go-to man. If he wants to just wave some hands over you and, and he rakes multiple decades of pain, he's the man to do it. He's right. the one to do it. He's the spirit to do it if that's what he wants to do. Right. But by considerable measure, most of us don't get that no, experience. That's okay? And so when we open our eyes to the truth, we turn around and we face the, that we went through that. Mm-hmm. We submit ourselves to this process. It was the paragraph where he was talking about may you prosper even as your souls oh, prosper. Yeah. Yeah. As we submit ourselves to it, what I mean by submit ourselves to is we just make a conscious decision, Lord, I know I keep going through this one thing, whatever it is. Whether it's uh, with me, it was just one bad, unaffirming relationship with a man after another. Okay, so that's my issue, mm-hmm. and 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 realizing that was a pattern for me. So, Lord, why is it that I'm always going through this pattern? And in saying that, I'm submitting myself to Him, and He will start to open my eyes to stuff that will look like it hasn't got a thing to do with the price of beans in Asia. You're gonna be focusing on symptoms. He's cutting to the core. I submitted to him, and he will walk you through this process. Now, walking through this process is where you gain the ability to leverage it. Okay. So by leveraging, I simply mean this. I face the truth. I see the backstory as to what was going on on that side, what was going on in me. I decide I'm going to draw nectar from that bad apple mm-hmm. and learn the lesson mm-hmm. that you know that I need to learn. Mm-hmm. And I'm applying it going forward. You're leveraging it once you apply the lesson yes. you learned going forward. Yes. Okay. Now, sometimes that is the process, especially when you do like I did, you know, just stuck on stupid, making the wrong decisions, you know, choosing these wrong guys and getting mad at them for being knuckleheads that just weren't capable. Right. Okay? And then sometimes <laughs> the stuff like we went through when we were raped or, or molested mm-hmm. as a child. And so even in that being raped or molested as a child, the one thing about that is even though that experience was not your fault, mm-hmm. once you become an adult, it's your responsibility. Yeah, right. See, that's and, right. and and that's unfair, but that's real. But that's the reality. And then once you learn that, and as God walks you through this process, mm-hmm. you really have to admit it's been layers mm-hmm. after layer after layer mm-hmm. of Him just opening your eyes to why you were having those PTSD experiences mm-hmm. and and the whole white socks incident mm-hmm. that really was profound when yeah. you talked uh, on the radio mm-hmm. about the white socks and everything mm-hmm. and and how you didn't realize how you were really holding against this guy this mm-hmm. man in your life you were holding against him everything that had gone before right. and that's exactly what we do we are aware of how we're holding people in our current lives accountable for what happened to us in the past. Yes, so for the um, ladies that list, listening right now, Linda, you're referring to the interview that I did with Focus on the Family mm-hmm. and in, in other places, but one of the triggers for me as a survivor of childhood sexual abuse um, by my father is that once I got married and I thought, you know, when it's over, it's over. Mm-hmm. Okay, it happened, buck up, you know, just don't tell anybody, just swallow it and, you know, put on, you know, plus I was a, I was a tough, you know, you're That's not gonna, girl. you're not gonna make me cry. You're, yeah, yeah. You know, no, mm-hmm. tears are not gonna be shed over you. Come on. Um, mm-hmm. But they needed to be shed for me, and I wouldn't grieve for myself and for what was stolen from me. 
So I shut down. Unfortunately, you don't, you don't get to choose which feelings you're going to have and which ones you're not. When you go mm-hmm. numb, you lose them all, the Come good on, and girl. the bad. That's right. And so I had no, I was just flatlining. But when I got married, I began to see um, my husband at that time. And he'd come to bed in, you know, those either the white oh, underwear no, or wearing the white tidy. socks. Yeah. And, and you know, no no disrespect intended for him. I mean, he was just, he's a, he was a wonderful person, but it triggered me. Yes. Because that was what I could, that was the view that I would have. And I'd be laying in my bed and I'd open my eyes and I'd see that coming. Mm-hmm. And I, I, now I understand yes. it. Yes. But I didn't connect the dots back See, then, right. and I was being traumatized. Yes, and I just wanted to cry, you know, yes. or I just I was scared, or I freeze. I literally yes. went into catatonic, catatonic. Say the word catatonic yes. immobility. Yeah, uh, wow, it's another deep. word for just saying I was froze. That's a hell of a heck of a. Um, yeah. Oh my God. You just lay there and you're free, and and I was so. My brain and my survival and my adrenaline, everything new. When when this happens, you. Close your eyes and pretend you're asleep. And my husband would try to engage me, and there was nothing going oh to wake me up at that moment. Going. Yeah. Wow. I was just right back where, wow. and I tried to explain that we never could communicate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I never could. And 28 years later, mm-hmm. it just didn't. Yeah. You know. So so, but God didn't waste a thing that I went through. That's what I'm talking and about. That's good stuff. God redeemed it all. And and when he doesn't intercept things from happening, but he allows it to touch us, he knows it's going to work for our good. Mm-hmm. He knows that he is going to use this thing to shape us, to mold us, to transform us, and that we're going to be better off because mm-hmm. we experience. I'm not saying God's the author of sexual abuse and he said, oh, none of that. I'm not trying to say that. But what I am saying is that he knows that... Um, He's given free will to man, mm-hmm. mankind. Mankind violates their free will and takes my free will away from yes, me. Yes, sir. God doesn't stop That's all of so that. That's well called said. heaven. Mm-hmm. That's called heaven. And the, where there's no evil, there's no tears, there's right, no right, pain. Right, right. But we're not in heaven. We're on an earth that's, that's controlled right. by an evil entity. That's right. That's right. But God says, I've already paid the price for this. And you yes. don't see it right now. But the way for you to redeem that is through my son. And I'm going to make it beautiful in your life. Right, right. But I'm, you had to come through the hill. But you got to come through it. Get the gold from the trial. Get the gold from the fire. You're leveraging it. Don't, You're leveraging the heck out of that's that. That's right. You're don't be burnt. black eye right now. That's right. Don't, don't go through the fire and come out all toasted without getting your gold. That's right. Right. That's good stuff. Come through it. I want to talk about the catatonia that you were experiencing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I want to, you read it. And see, your listeners need to really hear that. Okay. Because in the moment where that thing triggered in you, you were right back in that trauma. Now, we mm-hmm. know that this was however many years or whatever later that you were in an ex- in, in a situation where you were rightfully supposed to be there with mm-hmm. your husband, right. okay? Mm-hmm. But you were back there. You mm-hmm. were that little girl all Yo, over you again. Bet I, was. I want your listeners to hear that because yeah. on all possible levels, that's exactly what's going on. And I don't want people to miss mm-hmm. the fact that although the experience that we're talking about now is highly traumatic and demonstrative of what's going on, on a more subconscious level with us. Mm-hmm. 
See, it was obvious to you that you had gone into a catatonic state, and that was a heck of a trauma that the PTSD you were experiencing, girl. I mean, that's some powerful stuff. But the same thing is happening to us on many different levels emotionally yeah. on a day-to-day basis, mm. and we don't know it. We don't see it. See, that's a powerful example yes. of it because what it is yes. is we're hiding. I'll give you an example. A labor leader, president of a local chapter in Chicago of, of Natural Treasury Employees Credit uh, Employees Union, a national negotiator. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, all of the, I've got all the respect of management. I'm highly uh, uh, regarded in in from both sides of the negotiation table. Amen. The Lord has walked me Good. through a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. where I can get off the black and white and be more human. Yes, thank you. <laughs> All you got to do is falsely accuse me, and I'm a little girl of nine years mm-hmm. old looking up in my mother's face yeah. knowing I can't speak up for myself. Right. I will cry and go straight into a, mm-hmm. an emotional thing because you falsely accused me. Mm-hmm. Now, how many know that if I'm called to ministry or leadership on any level, even in the business world, that ain't going to work? That won't work for you. See what yeah. I'm saying? Yes, I do. So in that moment when I'm getting snatched back to that mm-hmm. little girl, Dawn, mm-hmm. then what's happening to me is that I'm right back in the yeah. past. This is what living in the past yes. is. Yeah. Now, I'm going to say this real quick. Now, it, there's nothing in the Bible or in Greek literature to say that the Romans had any kind of a thing when they were always strapped dead bodies. And we hear that from the yeah. pulpit. When mm-hmm. I did my research, there was some Greek literature that happened hundreds of years before Paul about King Mazentius. And he would strap dead by, he was an evil man in this literature, strap dead by his hand to hand and face to face. And so if you imagine yourself laying prone like that, and everything you see is this dead body because you're face to face with it, even if you go to look in the mirror, you're seeing this dead body. And it's the inevitable outcome for you if you stay strapped to this thing, it's oozing into you, you're going to die. Yes. Okay, And I tell everybody that when Paul talked about this body of death, he was referring to that literature because he knew all the Greek literature. He was highly intelligent. He was both Greek and he was a rabbi. And his dude had a hitch. He should have been out there because he was just smart like that. <laughs> and I say that dead body is our past. Yeah. Okay. The chains that chain up yeah. to that dead body our are thoughts. our thoughts. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Nothing short of breaking that Shame is mm. going to free us from yeah. that body of death, that oozing rot that's rotten into us. And I say everybody, the backstory is everybody's walking around mm. with that past. So whenever I hurt you, when your dad took you down, I'm sorry, in that bedroom, he was snatching off this dead body of his past, not knowing and slamming it at you. And you became the wrong that was done to you. To, to this day, you're getting over that crap. And I say it's going to take changing our thoughts to break the chains that are holding us to that body of death. It's just gone dead. Can't do a thing with it. And I say, it's just like Frankenstein. I say Frankenstein is, you know, he's just a piece together, conglomerate a bunch of dead bodies. And when we carry our past, it's a piece together, conglomerate of all the rotten things people ever did to us in our lives. Mm. And I say it reminds me of Frankenstein because he was pieced together and he had a bolt through his neck. Well, it should have been through his head because that's where that crap steps up. <laughs> and I call it Frankenstein in my book. Oh, right. That's my word for this oozing death of our past that's mm-hmm. become those subconscious expectations that keep us in that groundhog's mm-hmm. 
day yeah. of negativity. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to break. We see hope. We see what we need to be. We see what we want, but we don't know why we keep getting the same old thing because we're strapped to this mess. And when somebody hurts us, we're just sucking it mm-hmm. in, taking it, and become the wrong that was done mm-hmm. to us. See, when we when we don't forgive or we uh, stay blinded and in denial about it, when we are subconsciously driven, like the, all of the wrong has got a, on our sunglasses and we can't see clean or clearly can't see truth and don't know we're looking through crud, as long as we're blinded like that, we're never going to get free from our past. Mm-hmm. It's God. not that obvious. We're not seeing people. We're not seeing these dead bodies. But Frankenstein mm-hmm. doesn't give a rip about your perfect mission and destiny. And I'm telling you, he's setting up camp in that part of you that death can't understand God. Mm-hmm. That part that can't get to God. That will never under God's natural enemy mm-hmm. is where he sets up camp. And I talk about all of this in the book. And I walk people through how to recognize what their triggers are. Oh, yeah, wow. there's a Powerful. tool in there to yeah. help you recognize yeah. what your triggers are. Mm-hmm. And then it walks you through how to deal with that. It's called the Apple Inventory and mm-hmm. the Fruit Philosophy. Mm-hmm. And both of those things you can read about on my website. Once you, um, I have some follow-up questions for mm-hmm. you, but I'm speaking to Linda F. Williams, author of Whose Apple Is It Anyway? Mm-hmm. And you can get that book on whoseapple.com. Org, mm-hmm. whoseapple.org. This is Don Scott Damon, your freedom coach, and I'm with Linda F. Williams. We're having a phenomenal conversation. And as we bring this second part to an end, how do we get free from that body? It, how do we get free? Our thoughts are the chains that tie us to that body of death. Mm-hmm. We have got to recognize how we become the wrong that was done to us. We have to have tools to learn how to separate our part in that mm-hmm. from their part in that wrong. And by doing so, we separate ourselves from that body of death. Mm-hmm. We separate ourselves and stop taking it on like that rape I went through 30 years ago. You all have to see part one about that. I became that rape. I had that self-loathing. I really thought for 30 years that I deserved that. Yeah, Girl, right, right. They got all these degrees, yeah. and, you know, smoke be intelligent, and please, it's taking you 30 years 30 to get to figure that out. Feel me? Right. It's so insidious. But because it's not logical, is it? Right, right. And so you have to recognize what your triggers are, okay? Mm-hmm. Separate your part in that from their part in that. Okay, and then ask the Lord to walk you through where it's poison in your life, and He will open your eyes to that at every opportunity. God, shot the tap at the bit for us to be free. Yeah, all we got to do is ask. Yeah, all we have to do is ask, and God's there. Yeah, and like you said, it's a process. And be so ready don't, for a process. Don't be ready for a process. Don't don't mm-hmm. think it's you know abracadabra, alakazam. Yeah. You know, um, tap your heels three times and, you know, there there it is. Right. Be ready for the process, and mm-hmm. God will give you strength for that process. Oh, yeah. You're a lot stronger than what you think you are, ladies. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you've been surviving this long in the mess. Mm-hmm. Um, just imagine what it'll feel like when you start to break free. Oh, yeah. I think Fakenstein got his hand over our soulish mouth because he doesn't want us to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we put it away in boxes and we close the closet door and hope nobody brushes up against the knob. Mm-hmm. 
But see, when we turn around and we get there, there's a certain place in your process of healing, everybody, where you'll be able to talk about what you went through. Mm -hmm. You got to come through a process of healing to be able to talk about mm -hmm. that. And when you do, it's like that little mouse is going to run from behind the closet door and you're going to wonder what was all the hoopla about all this time <laughs> yeah. because he's just... You know, yeah. don't pay no attention to that man behind the right. curtain. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the mouse, he's standing in front of a floodlight, and the reflection is, oh. you know, <laughs> <laughs> magnified on the wall. But, yeah. you know, yeah, that's right. At the name of Jesus, too, that thing. And I, well, that's not to minimize what anyone's gone mm -hmm. through, but to say, you know what, it, it, it just it falls powerless at our feet when we'll turn and face it. Allow God to bring us through that healing path. Mm -hmm. And I would, I'm just working on my next book for the woman survivor of childhood abuse. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we talk about is the power of telling, mm -hmm. the power of your story, yeah. and that it's time yeah. to get it out of the basement of your soul. Mm -hmm. You know, unchain it from the, mm -hmm. the dungeon mm -hmm. inside. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, there's a scripture in the Old Testament, and you're familiar with it, I'm sure, but, you know, the psalmist is saying, surely, God, you desire truth in the inner parts. Mm -hmm. That is so powerful. It, it, right? And so oh. we know that they don't know what that Hebrew word is for inner parts. Mm -hmm. they, they can't mm -hmm. figure it out. It's bowels. It's deep. It's something. But mm -hmm. I, I just believe that there are parts of us that need the truth. Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of women who are, mm -hmm. are split, and there's a little girl that's still wounded, oh and there's a, there's a part of them that was the defense and the fighter, and there's a part of them that will just come to tears for nothing. And God wants to bring truth to just saturate the entire being mm -hmm. and and to to uh, lower the shades open the eyes expose the mouth mm -hmm. bring mm -hmm. truth and mm -hmm. um, walk us to freedom look you guys you know what this healing process is so free and i got to tell you um uh, uh in the moment, it brings up stuff that needs to come up and come out. But trust me, we will be able to leverage every bit of that toward mission, purpose, and destiny. I promise you, yes. nothing's ever lost. Nothing is a waste. God is chomping at the bit to get you back in the game. And trust me, there's nothing you've been through that you can't leverage. That's what's going on in the mm -hmm. church. Beautiful hat sitting next to this beautiful lady every Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. And I want to be like her. Right. Oh, my God. Did she sitting there? She ain't never talked about the fact that she's been raped multiple times and might be getting beat up at home by her husband. We don't see all of that. But unless until we can open our mouths and talk about it mm -hmm. and be humbled enough to be able to share with other people that we are going through or have gone through some stuff, we won't be able to reach back and help anybody. That's one thing I wrote to you on Facebook. Yeah. It's just so powerful because through your healing, okay, yeah. God can help. He can free other people through what you've gone through. You're leveraging the heck out of yes, it. Yes, ma'am. You see yes. what I'm saying? Yes. Your purpose is being yeah. fulfilled in that way. Anyway. In spite of and yeah. because of. Right. <laughs> that's, exa okay. that's exactly right. In yours, too. In well, yours, too. I'm just honored to be here. Amen. Girl. I love you. I love you. Keep on keeping on. Keep raising that voice. Keep speaking truth. You have a powerful anointing on your life. Thank you. And I just, I just picture you being tremendously used of God to I'm speak his word. I'm looking forward to it. I'm willing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I am willing. Amen. Every door open for you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Not one shut in your face. Thank you. Yeah. So Amen. Much. Amen. Well, it's been a joy to come to you in your homes. And, ladies, I really hope and pray that you will stop by Linda F. Williams' website. Again, that's 
whoseapple.org and take a look at her book, Whose Apple Is It Anyway? Um, I have my copy. I can't wait to dive into it more. And um, we'll have you back, okay? I'm looking forward to that, really. It would be an honor. We'd love it. It We'd love it. Thank you so much. So, all right, girls, you keep on keeping on. Remember, whatever you're going through, God is a God. He's a big God. If you've got a big dream, and I'm, this is good news for you. God is the right God for you because he's got big plans, big purpose, big destiny for you. And he's just chomping at the bit Come on, for you to reach up and claim it in Jesus' name. God bless you. We will see you next week. This is Don Scott Damon, your freedom coach, saying peace out.